0: His holy I will sing unto the Lord. His holy I will the Lord. His holy name. You are holy. You are You are You You are Good And bless his holy name. God, you are holy. You are holy You are my You You are You You are You You are You are You Holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord, we thank you
1: We praise you, Lord, right now You are worthy and you are worthy, Jesus Hallelujah, hallelujah Oh, we thank you, Jesus We praise you right now, Lord Lord, you're holy
0: and you are righteous, my God Hallelujah
1: Hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Yes, amen. amen. If you have your Bible, I'd like to turn your attention to the book of Psalms. Amen. Chapter 27. Amen. Ch- Psalms chapter 27 and we want to look at verse number 1 amen and it reads the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is my strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid when the wicked even my enemies and my foes come upon me to eat up my flesh they stumbled and fell though a host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear The war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Amen. For in my time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. You may be seated. This word that God has given to us, it is real, and it is true. Every word of this scripture that God gives us is true. I am thankful tonight that God has shown me his truth. I'm thankful because there are a lot of people that don't have the truth, there are a lot of people that take advantage of the truth, that take it uh, for what they want to take it as, and I don't want any part of that, I want the whole truth, I want only what the truth has to say, I don't want any substitution, I don't want any other interpretation, I only want what it has to say. And I only want to follow what it has to say for me in my life. There are too many times in life that people take uh, people's opinions. They think of their own opinions and their own ideas, their own way of doing things. Uh, They make things convenient for their lives, for the lifestyle that they want to live. And they want to, of course, live their lifestyle. But yet they want to say that they're living for God. So they justify, they make reasons for doing what they do, and they make themselves feel okay for the things that they are doing, when all the while it is wrong, and it is sin, and it is against what God has for us in the Scripture. The Bible explains to us lots of different things, but it explains to us how we can be deceived by our own mind, tells us how we can fall into snares and traps that the devil places before us that we will think things and we'll believe a lie. Uh, and it, it describes them and shows us how these situations will come about and will happen in our lives. And I was reading the other day in the scripture about the lady with the issue of blood. And I read about her determination. I read that she had tried everything else, and everything else had failed her. So finally, she was ready to try what God had. And so then after realizing that she had no other choice, then her mind was made up to press through the crowd and the opposition, if you will, and get to the situa- the, the thing that's going to solve her problem, the healer. The director, he, she finally figured out, I've got to make it to him. I, I, I've tried all these other things, and none of these things help, but I've got to just make it to him. I've got to make it. And so finally, after deciding that in her mind, she was able to overcome her flesh, overcome her thinking, overcome her ideas, overcome what everybody else was saying and everybody else's ideas. You know, I, I, everybody else says, "Oh, go to the doctor," and "Oh, go to so and so," and "Go to this specialist over here," and "Oh, go over here." They may be able to help you. And all the while, Jesus was there. You know, sometimes you needed to stop listening to so many different people and understand that Jesus is in your situation.
0: <laughs>
1: Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes we want to overlook that because it's not as convenient as going to uh, uh, something that's here and something that's natural and something that somebody else has an idea of or it's suggested by. Because, see, doing what the Word of God says, it takes this thing called faith. It takes you believing that God is going to answer. You believing that God is even God and that He is God all by Himself. And it takes you believing that this Word is true. And see, when a situation comes in your life and and you know in your heart of hearts that, oh, I should just turn to God, your flesh says turn to family. It says turn to so-and-so. It says turn to this and turn to addiction and turn to another relationship and turn to alcohol, turn to cigarettes, turn to whatever besides turning it to God because see turning to God means there's going to be some things you have to answer for there's going to be some things that you have to cough up and admit that you have done and this flesh does not like that it does not like to be put on the spot it does not like to say oh I have done something wrong nobody likes to say that but see there's something that is of more importance here tonight and that is your soul And see, people make such a big deal about all these different things in life. And and they get so distracted by by bills. And they get so distracted by family. And they get distracted by relationships. They get distracted by jobs. And all these different things, they pull on us. Because we do have to live and function. And we do have to associate with those around us. But David here, he understood something. And he said there was just one thing that he desired. He desired. There's one thing that he looked after. There's one thing that that his heart truly was desiring after. And that was just to dwell in the presence of the Lord. Just to dwell in the house of God. And you've got to understand that, that through everything that we go through, everything that comes against us, everything the devil tries, and everything that goes on, we have to desire being in the house of God. Before all that, Desiring to be in the house of God. Meaning, desiring to do the will of God. Desiring to seek His face. Desiring to worship Him with a whole heart. Before I go out in the day, I have to get my mind right. Before I go out and interact with people, I understand something. I've got to pray. I've got to get a hold of God. I've got to get a hold of direction. I've got to get strength. amen. Your mind, your flesh, this carnal nature is going to tell you that you can pray on Sundays. It's going to tell you you can pray on Wednesdays. You can tell you you're going to pray on Mondays at prayer. And it's going to put off what's important in your life. You know, I am not an old man by no means. But in the years that I have had so far, I have learned many things, and I have learned through some hard ways that you should listen to leadership. I have learned that the Word of God knows what it's saying, and that you should not doubt it, and that it's just easier to listen and obey, no matter how hard or difficult it is to do, it's just better to do it that way. Because God's Word is going to come about in your life. Sometimes we feel that we can run and we can hide and we can distract and all these things. And we can and we can get by sometimes. But see, the problem is, is that we're running from the thing that we need the most. And we don't just need it a couple days. We need it every single day that God wakes us up. We need Him. I have been in situations where I work I used to work a job, required lots of hours, and I used to talk myself out of prayer. I'd say, oh, it's okay. God sees I'm doing a good work and all this kind of stuff. And, and he sees that I mean well and my intentions are well. And I'm paying my tithes. And, well, you know, God knows. And, you know, I just don't have time. You know, he sees that. <laughs> and that is, that, is, that is saying, please, devil, come, have your way in my life. Please, please come do whatever you want to do because I don't want to take self-control and I don't want to take responsibility. I don't want to make decisions. I don't want to say, okay, yeah, I have a lot to do, but I know who woke me up this morning. And see, that's what you're undermining when you say, I don't have time for this and I don't have time for that. You're saying, God, I don't have time for you. But it comes out not that way in your mind, does it? It comes out, oh, I'm late for this and I'm late for that. You know, I'm realizing as I get older that every opportunity God gives us. You know, sometimes we say a lot of things. We say, oh, we're, we're so glad to be in the house of God. You know, we are, but it becomes a routine. It becomes just something that we naturally say too many times. And, and sometimes even when we pray and we worship, we, we, we get in a habit of saying things, but it's not what we really mean. We feel that we're just going to go through these motions and we'll feel a little better about ourselves and we're just going to keep on going. But see, you've got to understand here that you've really got to get a hold of what God is trying to give you. This isn't a time to push the fast forward button. This isn't a time to say, oh, I'm going to take care of that later. You don't have time to take care of it later. I'm not, I'm not looking for something else. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about something else. I'm thinking about getting my heart where it needs to be. As you hear all these, you read the paper and there are earthquakes and there are tornadoes and there are all these different things happening and, and all these situations going on, all these people are getting a shock. Nobody wakes up and says, oh, there's going to be an earthquake today. I'm going to be prepared for it. Uh, there's going to be a tornado today. It's going to wipe away everything that I have. They're not, they're not preparing for this. They don't know that's going to happen. And all of a sudden, here comes the wind. Or all of a sudden the, everything starts shaking. And then, you know, quickly, the old mind's, you know, flipping through the pages. Is everything okay? Is everything right? All this different stuff. Well, you know what? It's too late. <laughs> the wind's already blowing. Everything's shaking already. You don't have time to wait until then to start saying, is my heart right? Am I prayed through? Am I Am I full of the Holy Ghost? Are my sins washed away? Am, am I doing everything right? But see, the devil always says, oh, you'll have time for that. You can take care of that later. And oh, 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 you're okay. Don't ever listen to yourself when you say you're okay. You're not okay. <laughs> you're not okay. I'm okay when my hands are lifted up. And, and I'm... I'm speaking with a language that I don't understand and God's filling my heart and I feel joy and I feel peace and I feel understanding. Then, I know I'm okay, but even then, (laughs) but even in that position, the Bible says that we scarcely enter in. So how do you think you're going to make it when you're out doing whatever you want to do, thinking on whatever you want to think about, chasing whatever you want to chase, letting every piece of garbage filter into your mind that God has given you? Then, what's your answer? What's the explanation? Because we don't want to take a stand for what God has given us. I'm standing upon something tonight. I'm standing upon an understanding of who woke me up. I'm standing upon an understanding tonight of who washed my sins away, who's filled me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And I'm not going to allow the devil to undermine that. I'm not going to allow the devil to turn it into some kind of routine that I live and some kind of rut that I just say this and I just say that. No, 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 no. I I have got to make heaven my home. I have got to make sure that my heart is prepared. This isn't something to justify. This isn't something to look around. We've got to make it. We've got to make it. There isn't any other option. The scripture says if we're not born of the water and we're not born of the spirit, that we're not going to enter into his kingdom of God. We've got to have that repentance in our heart. We've got to have that blood applied. Amen. And we've got to be full of the Holy Ghost. God bless you. you may be seated. We have to have it. You know? People feel that they, a little funny side, of the night, I told senior pastor Ed that uh, my wife is, you know, starting the craving stage. And uh, she looked at me and she said, I have to have a sweet tea, honey. I have to have one. And I said, Honey, you don't need a sweet tea. I said, That baby does not need a sweet tea. I said, You're fine. I said, You'll make it. You'll be okay. And she said, No, no, I'm going to die if I don't get a sweet tea. She said, I'm just going to, I'm going to melt away. She said, I need it right now. And I said, honey, you'll be all right. And, and so this went on for, I don't know, at least three hours. And and every couple minutes I heard, honey, I need a sweet tea, baby. I need a sweet tea. And I said, baby, you're okay. I said, you've already made it two hours. I said, you're still alive. I said, you are still got breath enough to tell me you need another one. And so, you know, she was making it, okay, and everything was all right. And she felt, you know, in her mind, all she could think about was a sweet tea. And she couldn't think of anything else besides that sweet tea. And so finally, you know, being the good husband and father that I am, I got her sweet tea. And so after the first little sip, ah, the sigh of relief came, and she was done. She didn't even drink the whole thing. She just wanted a little taste of the sweet tea. And of course, I thought that was ridiculous, you know. But You know, it applies to us. Because in our minds sometimes we only see what the devil puts in front of our face. And we can see nothing else besides that. And everybody else looking around and says, you don't need that. That's not going to do you any good. You're not going to be any better than what you are right now. And everybody else can see it. But in our mind, sometimes, oh, I need that. Okay. And then, of course, what happens after you get it? You realize, oh, I wasted my money. I wasted my time. I wasted my energy. I've wasted all of this stuff because I thought that I needed something. Okay? And that's sadly a place that a lot of us fall into a lot of times with our prayer life because, you know, we think we need this and we think we need that. You know, I, I the, a couple weeks ago, I had woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and, and God had laid a burden on my heart and and I, I really thought about it. If it was God laying a burden on my heart or not, because it was early. And and I thought it for a while. And I, you know, I laid there, and I felt the urge to get up and pray. And um, I laid there a little longer. Another half hour rode by, and I woke up. I sat up in bed, and I couldn't, I couldn't sleep that one off. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, but the old flesh, you know, it wants to say, oh, just take it easy. <laughs> It'll pass by. And, and I got so convicted because I'm thinking, oh God, you're here speaking to my heart. And I'm saying, oh, I need sleep. Leave me alone. <laughs> God's trying to, you know, wake me up a little bit here and tell me something. I was being too selfish to get myself out of bed. You know, and then the old devil comes. It's 3.30. Good God. Does not he know what time it is? Can he come a little later? You know, we don't have a time frame here. When God speaks, we listen. When God knocks, we open the door. And I got up and I had to shake off that sleep and, and and shake off everything else. And finally, once I got everything shook off, God began to touch my heart. It was so beautiful. It, you can't describe those moments that God gives you when he begins to touch your heart like that. There isn't anything that you can compare it to. And then you think, man, I was silly. I was laying there. I almost didn't get out of bed. And then I think of what I could have missed. What God had shown me, what God gave me, and, and I, I was overwhelmed. And all the while I could have said, Oh no, 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 no. I gotta get up at six o'clock. <laughs> I can't be getting up at three o'clock and stay up till six thirty or six o'clock. I, I gotta get some sleep in there. You see, th- that's the justification coming in there. The devil just wants to rob you, just wants to undermine everything that God's doing. God's doing a great work. And when you focus on that great work that God's doing and you get your heart behind that great work that God's doing and you put all of your energy behind that great work that God's doing and you just focus on that. I mean, really focus on that. When you pray, And you start thanking God for everything that He has given you. You start from the eyes that you see through, from the ears that you hear through, that the the mouth that you eat through and you taste, and this body that God's given you that moves and has capabilities, and all these wonderful blessings that we just assume that we deserve every day. These are blessings. And you start thanking God for all of those blessings. And then all those things that you think you've got to have. You know, they seem so small in comparison to everything He's already given us. I don't need anything else besides the Holy Ghost. I don't need anything else beside His Word. And every day that He gives me, that's all I want is His Word and His Spirit. That's all. And with that, I I can make it with that. But I can't make it if I don't pray. I can't make it if I don't read his word. I can't make it if I'm not faithful, if I don't love him with all of my heart, if I don't mean what I say, if I don't dedicate myself every single day. There isn't a vacation here. There isn't a break here. I don't want a break. I don't want to step away from the experience that God has given me. And when you've got it the way that God is meant for it to be in your life, you'll understand. (laughs) You don't want to leave that. It's like somebody gave you ten million dollars and you say, "Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Just walking away from it because it's much more valuable than money is, and you just want to walk away from it. I don't want to get a a anywhere near away from what God's doing. I want to cling to it closer and closer every day that He gives me. Because I understand that it's my only way. It's the only way to live. It's the only way I'm going to make it to heaven. And I'm not going to let it slip by. I'm not going to allow something else to catch my eye. I'm not going to allow something else to rob what God's given me. I love him. I love him too much to allow some cheap little thing in this world to take away the experience that God's given me. But, you know, the Bible says that there are going to be some that that they're just not going to accept it. There's going to be some that have it and walk away from it, and some that just, you know, can't focus long enough to understand what they actually have. I don't want to fall into any of these categories. I was talking to a young man the other day, and we were talking about prayer and heaven and. He said, uh, this is somebody that's been in the church for some time. And uh, he looked at me, and I was talking about prayer. And I said, you know, a lot of times people pray, I said, but they, they don't ever break through. I said, so, you know, that's kind of like going to the store to get groceries and not getting the groceries. I said, because you're you're right there, and you're going, walking through the aisles, but you're not actually picking off the shelves what you need. I said, when you pray and you don't break through into the spirit of what God has for you, then that's just speaking with you know just talking, but nothing's actually happening in your heart. He so it kind of defeats the purpose because you're right there and you're missing the whole purpose. And he looked at me and said, "Well, how do you break through?" And I said, uh, "Well, he said you pray." I said, "And you keep praying." I said, and you keep blocking out everything that's going on around you. You stop thinking about tomorrow, and you stop thinking about what you're going to do when you stop praying. You, You stop thinking about everything else that's going on, and you focus on God. And I said, and you keep praying until you start feeling the Holy Ghost. I said that when you start feeling the Holy Ghost, you start praising. You start praising before that, but then you really start praising and thanking Him for the Holy Ghost. I said and, and the problem is sometimes too often that before the breakthrough, you know, there's a walking away and there's oh I've run out of time and oh I've got you know you can't whip that thing that you think about. I don't want to sound depressing and sound you know down. But you know this is serious. And 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 I I have to you know, say that points in my life that I have fallen victim to the same thing of just taking advantage of how good God is. Taking advantage of all the opportunities that God has given and just assuming that, oh, I'll have another time. Oh, I'll have another day. Oh, you know, I'll take care of that later. And then, you know, I thank God for conviction. (laughs) I thank Him for conviction. I thank Him for wake-up calls. I thank Him for... You know, getting your eyesight on what it needs to be on and helping you to understand that, you know, things are going to happen. But it's okay that they happen. As the writer said, my enemies, they come against me. but Hey, they didn't get me because I'm focusing on the right thing here. I'm going in the right direction. And if I keep going in that right direction, the Scripture says, what's going to separate you? Nothing is going to separate you. When your heart is stayed and fixed and you're doing everything that you possibly can, you're investing all that you possibly can, God's going to provide. God's going to answer those prayers that you're praying. He's going to give you everything that you need. But you know, that all goes back to the scripture says we've got to walk by faith and not by sight. So you stop worrying about how it looks. You just know by faith God's already got it mapped out. He's already got it planned. And all we've got to do is continue to walk by faith. Continue in what he has given us. And that means staying with what he's given us. Thanking him for what he's given us. Man, I love him for what he has done. We would not be here. We wouldn't have everything that we have. Some of us would not probably even be alive today if God had not got a hold of us and He had not separated us and, and cleaned us up and placed us in our right minds and given us all that we have. I want to make heaven. I have to make heaven. You know, there's no other... What what, what else are you going to live for? What else are you going to look and forward to here t- tonight? What, what is more important in your heart tonight than heaven? What, what do you feel is... In the balance that is even close to heaven tonight, in your salvation, nothing. You know, there's no excuse for sin, none. And when you stand before God, and you, you know, you're going to stand before God, and I'm going to stand before God, and we're going to have to answer for what we have not done if we don't do it right. And so, what is your response going to be to God when He asks you, Why could you not stop sinning? Why could you not follow my word and be obedient to my word and accept the word that I gave you? There's no excuse for that. And then it'll be crystal clear. Then you'll see, oh, I made a huge mistake. But then it'll be too late. Too late to take care of what we can take care of right now. Too late to take care of what we can take care of now, but we don't feel that we have time for. I have time to pray. I have time to break through in the Holy Ghost. I have time to worship God. I have time to do all these things. Because I know that if I don't, I'm not going to make it to heaven. And so every day God gives me, and when you understand that, you're going to make time. (laughs) You're going to make time because, you you know, I wake up every day and thank God, say, God, if this is my last day, I want to be ready. If I go up my next breath, I want to be ready. I don't want to start thinking, oh, oh, well, well, I want to do this last little thing over here. No, 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 no. I'm ready right now. I want to be ready right now. If it's my time, I want to be ready. I don't want to be dancing around trying to, oh, please, 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 please give me the Holy Ghost again. Huh. It doesn't work that way.
0: Huh.
1: I want the Holy Ghost right now. I want to feel it right now. And I don't just want to feel a little goosebump. I want to feel the Holy Ghost. I want to feel it overflow me. I want to feel it uplift me and encourage me. I'm going to feel like I'm unstoppable because that's how you feel when you got the Holy Ghost. You don't have doubt in your mind. You don't have fear in your mind because you know with God all things are possible. And when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, that's understanding to your soul. I can make it. I can do it. I'm going to push through. I'm going to push aside everything else, and I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to listen to the devil. I'm not going to make provision for the flesh, as the Scripture says. I'm not going to make opportunity, but I'm going to make it to heaven. I'm going to make it to an altar to repent. I'm going to make it to a baptismal to get baptized and get my sins washed away. Or I'm going to make it to a place to repent to get my sins covered again, and I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. I'm going to get it the way it needs to be. I'm going to stop living off of my Holy Ghost five years ago. I'm going to stop living off my Holy Ghost from last Sunday. I'm going to stop living off my Holy Ghost from Monday night and I'm going to get a fresh touch right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no stale bread. You ain't going to go home and pick up a you uh, a loaf of bread that's got mold over it and make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and sit there and eat it. You ain't going to do that because it's nasty and it's moldy. Well, hey, The Bible says renew this thing every day, day by day. So that means yesterday, Holy Ghost, it's on sale, and I need a new touch. I need a new Holy Ghost today. I need a new refilling today. Today's a new battle, and I need a new plan. Today I'm going to encounter different things, and I need a a better understanding of how to encounter them. God is good. God is so good. We don't have time to frown. We don't have time to doubt. We have time to work and to worship and to serve. I'm excited because God's doing good things. (laughs) I'm not going to give the devil what he wants tonight. The devil wants you to pout. He wants you to think of everything that's broke down. He wants you to think of everything that's falling apart. He wants you to think about everything that's going wrong. I don't. That's what the devil wants. But see, I know God's still on the throne. I know God still knows exactly where I'm at. He still knows every hair on my head. He's got every one of them numbered. He sees all the sparrows that are falling. He sees everything right where it's at. And so to... And so to give the devil what he wants tonight and pout and mope and, and and complain and all these things, you're just saying, God, you're not good enough for me. God, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have a plan for my life. You don't have a purpose for my life. I'm not saying that. But when you pout and you complain and you mope and you gripe and all the things, that's what you're saying. So you got to look at it from what it really is. So you're just saying, oh, I've got a bad day. But what it really is, oh, God, you're not good enough. Okay? God's good enough. And if everything breaks down and everything falls apart and everybody comes against me, and hey, whatever, have at it. I'm still serving God. I'm still trucking tonight. I'm still pressing toward that mark. I'm still going to invest my life in what He's given me. I'm still going to love Him with all of my heart. I look at Job. Job lost everything. Did he lose his praise? No, he kept his praise. And none of us here tonight have got our skin falling off of us. None of us here tonight have lost everything that we have. And none of us here in that position, are we? And so how can we even dare to compare to what he was at? And he still understood. God's still good. He's still good to me. He's still treating me better than I deserve. And I'm going to praise him for it. It doesn't matter if I don't think I have what I need. I know in the Holy Ghost I have everything that I need. I'm not listening to this flesh tonight. I'm not listening to my mind tonight. I'm just simply going to worship. I'm just simply going to block out everything. I understand I need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I need it. I can't make it without the Holy Ghost. You can't make it without the Holy Ghost. Let's worship him right now. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, for everything, Lord, that you're going to do right now. <makes noise> Holy Ghost, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah, 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 Lord. Oh, let's come tonight and worship. Let's come and dedicate ourselves. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank I need
0: you. you more more than yesterday. I need you, Lord. More than words can say. I need you more. Come on, we've come to praise him. I need you, Lord. I need you more. Come on now. You are holy, Lord. yesterday. I need you, Lord.